Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast to get you waffling about your mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks the journey. So join me each week as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today, I'm joined by someone who I actually find very inspiring. Um, it's Charlie Owen, the Confidence and Clarity Coach. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. I um, It's a pleasure to be here. And this has been a long time in the making. I think we've been connected for over a year now. And we've <laughs> oh, finally got around to doing it. <laughs> you know How's that organisation really skills? <laughs> oh, it's great. T- typical man. <laughs> it's like not yeah. doing great when he comes to talk. Do you know what? It's annoying. Like, I feel like I am actually quite organised, but it's kind of like organised chaos. Like, I know what's going on, but it's a bit of a everything's going on at once kind of thing i never have like a quiet week yeah so yeah apologies for that but we're here now and i feel like to be fair i feel like you have these kind of conversations exactly at the moment you're supposed to have them so um everything happens at the right time exactly and i feel like with kind of and i mean it when i say like how it's kind of inspiring you are like some of the posts and some of the stuff that you put out there 
I don't know what it is, but some, I'm supposed to see them exactly the right time, exactly the right day, exactly the same mindset that I'm, I'm in at that moment to see kind of like your posts. And it's like that. Yeah. Okay. I've got this. So thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. And it's interesting how like you could hear a piece of information 10 different times from 10 different people, but it could be that one time that could really land for you. Like the other nine times it could go over your head. So keep putting this content out there and then it could click for one person one day and mean nothing to him like the times before. Yeah. But it's a journey, yeah. isn't it? This whole thing is a journey 100%. and like you're kind of, but before we get into that, obviously I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle. So it's something that is very petty that gets on my nerves that in the hope, if I talk about it, it gets it off my chest and I feel better. Normally don't feel better, but it stops it developing to something bigger. So that's that's what it's for. <laughs> Fire away, mate. I'm but always. This is this is what I mean. This is very, very timely. And with some of the stuff that you put out, I feel like you would you're either going to relate to this or you're going to give me a bit of a kick up the ass to be like, this is why this happens. And the thing that has really wound me up this week, I mean it's Monday, but is myself. Like with my mum not being very well at the moment, I this has been kind of going on now for like five years and we've worked so hard on ourselves, like our mental health and kind of getting to a point where we're okay kind of thing. Whereas something happened, obviously my mum went back into hospital and I immediately went back to square one and it was like the anger kind of kicked in. Like I felt like this old mentality, this kind of like version of me that I didn't, I forgot existed in a way. And it, and it really annoyed me. It put me in a really bad mood because I was just like, I felt like all the hard work that I'd done had been taken away because I felt like it was old kind of like intrusive thoughts and kind of like negativity was kind of seeping in because of the situation. I know obviously a lot of that is down to like trauma, but I've annoyed myself because I'm like, no, like you're better than this. You haven't worked your ass off to get to this point to go backwards. So that's what's annoyed mm. me. Me, I've annoyed me. <laughs> Yeah, it happens all the time. And that's the number one reason. Like, especially going down this personal development route, like reading lots of books, speaking to a lot of people like you do. The biggest thing I see with a lot of people is there hasn't been a child born who hasn't tried to fix their parents. And there's never been yeah. a child born who's been successful. Like every child has this unconscious debt to their parents from the day they were born that they're supposed to fix their parents and take care of their parents. Whereas like, if you spoke to your parents, if you put yourself in your parents' shoes, all your parents want is for you to be happy. But people don't have that mindset. They're like, I live at that of my parents because they raised me. They supported me through my childhood. Yeah. So I owe them something. Whereas if you spoke to your parents, you'd be like, I just want you to be happy. But it's like a weird paradox. And most people aren't actually happy because they're living in debt to their parents. Yeah. Whereas if they like perceptual position them, like put themselves in their shoes, they'd be like, oh, they just want me to be happy. So I'm just going to do these things to make myself happy. And ultimately that would make the parents more happy. So that's like a lot of a lot of the things I see through a lot of men I coach. This is what I mean. This is exactly why we're having this conversation at this point. I feel like weirdly emotional hearing that. So I'm going to scoot yeah. past this now. <laughs> yeah. Before, before snot starts. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, what annoys you? I mean, because I mean, you're fairly positive like person like you know you I feel like you I mean you're on this kind of self-development route yourself but is there something that kind of gets on your go a little bit to be like ah it's a weird thing with like the personal development stuff I love it I'm like oh, I'm better myself I'm better myself and then you feel this little bit of judgment come in 
like I used to be all these things, seeing past versions of myself, whereas it be drinking on the weekend, like laying in bed all weekend, not doing yeah. anything in a job you hate. And I see these people and they're just reflections of the past version of myself. And I get frustrated that they're not living to their f- full potential. I see people drinking on the weekend. I'm like, fuck, is that really making you happy? Could you be doing this? I see people stuck in a job they hate. I'm like, oh God, that's so annoying. Like, can't you see your potential? So I get frustrated at that. Yeah. Whereas it's just, and it's like, I'm trying to make it not turn into judgment. And I'm just like, oh, that's a reflecting, like a past version of myself. So I'm just like, please just wake up and open your eyes. Look at the potential you have. <laughs> Expand your mind a bit. So yeah, just seeing other people close-minded and not realizing how much potential they actually have. Yeah, but I think it's a very important point though, isn't it? Because I feel that, and everyone judges others. Like, I mean, we, we try our hardest not to, so I, I completely agree with that. But it is very difficult to kind of like, oh, I remember when I was like that and you kind of, like I was saying, like you kind of go back to that, version of you you like and you remember how you were feeling or what was going on at that time and you're like uh, nope not going about that and it, and it does it is annoying so I, i'd agree with you on that one that's a it's a deep one for monday morning but yeah i agree yeah straight into on a monday morning <laughs> straight straight into the meat and potatoes yeah and on that judgment on that judgment piece like people worry what people think about them but nobody's thinking about you because they're too busy thinking about what you're thinking about them so it's just like a never ending cycle. As long as you can be sovereign and like think about your own thoughts and what you're, what you're doing yourself, because no one else is actually thinking about you. They're it's too like busy thinking about gym, what though, you're thinking about them. Like when you people yeah. are like, and I used to be one of those people. I used to be scared of going to the gym because I didn't want people to judge me or like, oh God, look at him like sweating and stuff like that. It's like, but everyone is feeling exactly the same thing when they go to the gym. So it's like no one's actually looking at anyone else in the gym because they're so <laughs> concentrated on themselves in the gym and how they look in the gym. It's it's bizarre. 100%. Like, as humans, we are weirdos. <laughs> we are such weirdos. Like, think about we're just like these organized chimps on a spinning rock in the middle of nowhere. And we're just worried in our own little world about whether we look big enough in a vet to put a vest on in the gym, for example. <laughs> I mean, if it's you want crazy. to wear a vest, wear a vest, regardless of how you look. Like, you're not hurting anyone. Just, I think you said it, like, you just got, you got to do what you, what makes you happy when it comes down to it. And whether it's, like, a job you don't like or, you know, doing the things at the weekend that aren't bringing you any kind of, like, purpose. Like, I don't think people realise, like, they've actually got the power to change those things that they don't like. It's just, to be fair, actually, before we launch into this... One of your f- posts that I absolutely love, and it's about people pleasing. And now I know I'm a big people pleaser. There's a lot of people that listen to this podcast who are people pleasers because it's quite a lot of the things that they moan about being is people. Pleasing. How do mm. you stop being one? So this is a lot of work I do. People come to me with surface level problems like people pleasing or confidence or discipline, like things like this. And there's a saying, the map is not the territory. So the problem people give you is not the actual problem so it's finding the root cause and a lot of the time people pleasing the root cause of that is not feeling worthy like not feeling good enough so having to prove yourself to others so it's like I get my self-worth by like, I externalize my self-worth if I make you feel if I please you then I will feel good enough rather than coming from an intrinsic place like I am so full. My cup is so full. I can give from a place of abundance rather than a place of lack. Like I need to give so that I can feel good enough. You could be like, I feel good enough so I can give to others. So it's like the root cause of it is feeling good enough. And that's things like 
reflecting on what you do well, questioning your negative thoughts, health, like these principles coming back to that. And then that is the root cause of most people pleasing. God. You know what? I find it. Yeah, no, seriously. And I find it so inspiring, genuinely, because I think you're you're in your 20s, aren't you? Like early 20s. 25, yeah. I genuinely wish I had someone like you when I was at that point in my life that kind of gave me this kind of like knowledge or I was open to this kind of like conversations because back then, I don't think back then, I mean, it was only five years ago, but like it's been a long five years. Back in my day. Um, Yeah, back in my day. That this kind of conversation didn't really exist or if it if it did, but I mean, it probably did exist. But now I feel like, especially from the pandemic, a lot of people are raising these kind of questions of like, does that make me happy? Do I want to be this person like much longer? And I think it's voices like yours that are really kind of breaking that wall and that boundary of like, no, fuck that. Fuck going out every night at the weekend, like doing that job that you hate. Like you've got the ability to change it. And I imagine you've seen it with your line of work now where you've seen the result of that, not only for yourself, but from these people that you've helped along the way. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I initially started posting content and stuff because I was going down this path of personal development after a real low point in my life. I was reading these books and I was meditating. I was doing all these processes and practices. I was like, fuck, this has helped me so much come back to like my happy, successful self. Like I can achieve whatever I want. It's like, why don't I just journal that? And I use my social media as a journal, just to journal things I've learned and things that have helped me. And then all of a sudden I get all these influx of messages from men and women all over the world. Like, wow, you speaking about that really helped me. Even if it's like, it helped me get up and go to the gym this morning. I was like, that makes me feel so good. And so often it's just being the first to open up, be the first in a conversation to take it deeper rather than how are you mate? Yeah, good. You? Yeah, good. It's like, how are you? Like, like really, how are you? Like stop for a moment, give them the time and ask those deeper questions and you can form real connections. So like people speaking their truth and what they've learned it opens a door. It's a permission piece for so many other people to do it. That's why I'm so passionate about it. I get messages like people opening up and you can tell they've just been bottling this stuff in for years. And a lot of men live quiet lives of desperation, like just under the surface is a lot there. So I'm happy that I'm a place that people can vent and ultimately work through their challenges. No, I love it. And, and you know, I think I can speak for the both of us here, like until we kind of pushed ourselves out of that comfort zone and started using kind of social media kind of like for what it was supposed to be for as a kind of like as a blog for like the light the highs the lows you realize the impact of just being like how being vulnerable and being yourself can actually have this ripple effect and give people these tools and techniques to become better versions of themselves and I think that's what necessarily what it comes down to with with life isn't it just like just being a good person (laughs) Yeah, like everything can be used as for good or bad. Like social media is the best thing ever. At the same time, it's the worst thing ever. And it's like what you make of it. And you can filter like one thing, a massive thing I get my men to do for this, their mental health is to filter who they're following on Instagram. So instead of it being a dick measuring competition where it's just comparison all over social media, it's like people that actually inspire you and give you tips to live a happier life rather than that constant comparison and not feeling good enough because of that comparison. Yep. It's the thief of joy. Say it all the time. It's the thief of mm. joy. It's so true. Right. I want to dive back a little bit now because 
obviously I'm a big fan of yours, but one part of your journey that I would quite like to know, obviously, so feel free to talk about whatever you want here, but you mentioned like a low point for you. I imagine was that kind of a bit of a turning point, which is now kind of blossomed into this kind of journey of self-discovery and obviously imagine a new career for you. What was it that kind of made that change? This is an interesting point. I've been asked this a few times and I always try and dig into this question. Like what is it that makes someone want to get better? And ultimately it's when people get sick enough of their own shit that they have a bit of motivation to change. Like that's the starting point. Like it's good to have towards motivators. Like I want to achieve this, but what gets people started is I'm so sick of my own shit and being here that I'm going to start. And that's what it was for me. I was off the back end of a seven year relationship, broken up. I was in Australia. I'm just moved to Brisbane. Didn't know anyone out of a seven year relationship. Like I just had to pick myself up again. And I found out that, alcohol drugs and tinder wasn't a very very healthy distraction like from my feelings so i just pushed everything down i kept going out distracting myself with all these pleasures and all these distractions and then ultimately i got to a point like fuck i'm actually like so unhappy i just looked at myself in the mirror one day i was like are you gonna do anything about this and then i met a friend and he told me to meditate he's like mate start meditating and I, I was from a small town back in Wales. Like, no, meditation is not a thing. If you got, if you told someone you meditated back home, that you'd get laughed out of the room. So I was like, nah, that's for hippies. I'm not doing that. But he's like, nah, try it for what, like, try it for 14 days. I did it for one day. I was like, nah, did nothing. I wanted to run away, and I couldn't sit with myself in silence for like 60 seconds. So I was like, oh, something's seriously wrong. All right, I'll give this a go. Two weeks of 10 minutes a day, and I was like holy shit it gave me distance from my thoughts for the first time ever probably and all these negative thoughts I was having after the breakup I was like I could question those thoughts because I had distance from them and work through them and like I was reading these books about different ways of thinking and different mental models that you can think through I was like this is incredible so it snowballed from there and I just fell deep down the rabbit hole of personal development because as soon as I found something I loved like I never really found something loved in life I always just floated around like, will I ever find something truly passionate about? And then this low point happened in my life. And it was this, like the seed that blossomed into what I do now and helping hundreds and thousands of men. It's like, I took that limitation and turned it into a liberation of like going deep down this personal development route, learning tools to help other people. So I was like, I am so grateful for that time. Whereas in the past, I was like, I hate that part of my life because it made me so unhappy. But now I can look back at that as a liberation, like, wow, look what I did and look what I've created from that. Yeah, Mate, I feel like I'm getting like weirdly like emotional. I feel like it's just a big day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot going on. But yeah. I genuinely find people like yourself like so inspiring. And I have so much respect for people that because I didn't know people like you existed. So when I went through what I did, I thought I was completely on my own until obviously finding my passion with the, the podcast and stuff and well, first of all, thank you, obviously, for sharing that. But like using that kind of like pain, if you like, and turning it into like your passion, like using it as a stepping stone. There's so many people in this day and age, like they will try, like you for them with meditating, like you could have tried it that once. I'm like, no, not doing that again. Didn't do anything, but you didn't give up. You went back to it. You were consistent with it. And I think when it comes to whether it's self-development, main, mental health, or even just life in general, we're so quick to be like, 
nope, that didn't work. I'm not doing it again. And they don't give ourselves like enough of a chance. And I think, Mm. again, like we're both sat here, obviously as men and proof of that, being consistent with yourself, being patient and giving yourself a chance can lead. Like, yes, it's painful. Life is always going to throw these kind of curveballs at us. But what you can't do is let it stop you in your tracks. Like I'm on this big thing at the moment where like everyone deserves to be happy, whether you're, you know, you've got a mental kind of limitation, a physical limitation, like some of those limits that we kind of place on ourselves because we think that we don't deserve to be happy or like this is it, but it's not like you've, you've got more power than you think you have to be happy. Like you were not put on this planet. Just yes, obviously everyone's dealt cards that unfortunately we're not in control of, but we can control how we deal with them, what we do with those cards. And I don't know. I don't know. Ah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. This... You're getting all the feels. Yeah, this is it's a big day. I, but I love obviously... what you uh, Yeah, I love what you're saying with the don't give up on yourself. Like, this is the big, like, this is the most exciting journey you'll ever go on. Like, the journey of your 89 years on this earth. Because, like, this earth's been here 4 billion years. And like every creature for the last 4 billion years has been so focused on survival. And we're the first species in all that time that's so far away from survival that we can focus on creation. And it's like, are you going to waste this 80 years of life, this blink in the history of humanity to be unhappy and focus on the negative stuff? Or are you going to actually pick yourself up, see what you're capable of and really fucking go for this? Like I've got eight years to make a mark of my life, like on this world, like I'm going to go for it and be happy. And I love what you say with, yeah, like you're being patient. Me emotional. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this will be great for the views. Oh my god! Like, be patient with yourself. I read um read about a study in America, and they were comparing prescriptions from the doctor to prescriptions from the vets. They gave it to their owners, and they did a big study. And with the vets for the dogs, ninety five percent of prescriptions got completed, whereas for the humans they only completed like 20% of their prescription. So it's like, do we care more about the dogs that much than ourselves that we can't even like do this for our health. But when it came to their dogs, they filled it out like 95% of the time. But when it came to themselves, taking care of themselves, they didn't do that. And it's like, it's such a shame to see so much, such low self-worth in the world that people aren't doing that, aren't filling up their own cups. So that just really blew my mind and put things into perspective. Like, fuck like people need yeah. to love themselves that's what it ultimately comes down to with that because obviously you're having these kind of questions and like you're questioning this kind of like behaviors and stuff like that like at 25 obviously there are i imagine with the people that kind of come to you they're at very different ages very different stages of their life like is there a recurring theme when people come to you of like whether it is self-worth whether it's like i'm not don't have the confidence for this like do you see a lot of the same thing when it comes to people asking for help? It seems to be confidence. The biggest thing I see, like I've coached 80 year old men with cancer and I've coached 17 year old dudes who are trying to get a girlfriend in school. Like it all comes back to the same thing. It's like, who are you and what do you want? It's like knowing your identity and your values. So you can define who you are and what makes you happy. And then defining what it is that excites you, like having something in the future that really excites you. Because a lot of the surface level problems, like I said before, the confidence, the discipline, the organization, it comes down to 
do I even want this thing I'm going towards? Is my ladder lent against the right building? Like, is this effort I'm going in now even worth it? Do I even want to get to this outcome? So stopping defining who you are as a person and what you want long-term is the biggest thing you can do for your happiness. And it's the biggest shift I do. Like I help men through because they're so busy, just go, 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 go that they don't ever stop and question what they actually want. So they can start moving in that direction. And that's what makes them happy. Cause like, I give a, I could be a rant, like unhappiness has been the biggest driver for human evolution. Cause if everyone was happy, no one would do anything about it. So people have to make a conscious effort to actually be happy every single day, or we default back to the state of unhappiness for evolution and survival. So it's like taking those steps every day to be happy and working towards what you want is the biggest thing you can do for your mental health. Like bar nothing. That's all the, all the men has come to me. That's what it is. Identifying who you are and identifying what you want and then taking steps to move towards that. I swear to God, this is fucking brilliant. Honestly, <laughs> you were so, I, I, honestly, mate, it's so inspiring because I wish I had that knowledge. Like when I was, I don't want to kind of like, I know, talk, I'm not talking down to you, but you know, like at your age to have this kind of like mm. zest for like knowledge and like, no, like I deserve more than this. I want more than this. Like, I'm so excited to see where this takes you. Like I've seen it, like when you were just like starting out, like when we connected to like now, it's like, it's it's mind blowing and you deserve every little bit of success that comes from this literally just by being yourself and like finding your purpose like i genuinely wish there was more people like you on this planet because people get to their like you said like around their 80s and they with these kind of like not necessarily regrets but like i wish i did this i wish i had this to do this and it's just like mm-hmm. stop the shit like you're in a position now to get the things that you want. Like the only person who is standing in your way is you. Mm. That should have been hundred percent. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> week. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the biggest thing. Like people, people come to me like, I want success. I want this. I want this. I'm like, the biggest thing that's going to get you there is to stop. Like the biggest thing is going to move you forward is to actually stop. And it's almost like we've had this invisible carrot put in front of us our whole life. Like when we're two years old, be a good boy, be a good girl. So you can get to primary school when you're in primary school, be a good boy. So you can get to secondary school and then high school and then college and then do get good grades in college. So you can get a good job. And then once you're in that job, it's like the carrot's still there. You're going to get more pay. You're going to get more pay. And then people wake up at 40, 50 and be like, how the fuck did I get here? Like that's what a midlife crisis is because people never stop and question where they're going in the first place. Yeah. And they wake up at 40, 50, like I've just wasted my whole life. So if, if someone's listened to this, the biggest advice is to stop right now and question where you're going. I mean, I don't even know how to follow that because <laughs> this is literally exactly what happened to me. And I know for a fact, there is people listening to this podcast that were so complacent and they were like, no, this is what either my family's telling me to do this is what society's telling me to do this is what social media is telling me to do and then it got to a stage whether it was the pandemic or whether it was an event in their life and it was actually like well I don't want that everyone's telling Mm. me that I should want that but I don't want that yeah and I feel like that's the beautiful part of this whole like I mean you you said it like brilliantly about like this kind of like 80 years I mean more obviously if we're lucky that it's such a blip in existence Mm. like on this planet like 
why are we chasing things just because everyone else says that that's what we should have people don't want the big house people don't want the big cars like people don't want these like big grand things just to kind of look good on instagram and it's okay yeah. not to want those things it doesn't make you a bad person it doesn't make you any less of like of a, of a success because you don't want yeah. or have those things like you're on your own path and i think as long as there's a smile on your face you're not doing anything to like hurt you and you're doing the things that fulfill you that's what that's where you should be focusing your energy yeah it poses the question like if you're the only human on the planet what would you be doing with your life what stories would you tell yourself it's like if everyone everything else got removed if everything got removed who are you underneath like what stories would you tell yourself that's what ultimately comes down to like if everything else got wiped out who are you at your core so don't come on this show and start asking difficult questions <laughs> that's, because that's gonna be like going through my head now all day i, I love what you said about um i love what you said about like people wait for pan- or a, a pandemic in their life to make a change it's like when people get sick of their own shit unfortunately that's what happens and people wait for their mental health to get so bad before doing anything about it it's like oh my god i'm so depressed i'm on the edge of suicide i better go to therapy rather than being like oh i'm actually like okay and i will go to coaching or therapy so that i can get better and maintain it it's like you wouldn't wait till you're like three heart attacks in to go to a pt to get yeah like physical exercise so why wait till you're depressed or like on the edge of suicide to get therapy it's like your brain has to be your brain's more important than your body because like without your brain you can't be happy and like the body just follows the brain like the brain's a leader and the body's a follower so taking care of up here is going to be far more effective than like just focusing down here honestly you're you're incredible with (laughs) well honestly i could sit and talk to you like for hours it's it's you're absolutely brilliant when it comes to like the clarity part of like what you do like Obviously, I know what clarity means, obviously, to make things like clearer. But like, do a lot of people come to you and do you see a lot of kind of like people who are a little bit lost that you kind of, you, I mean, imagine, I mean, what, what do you do with that kind of thing then? Do you kind of just sit down with them and kind of help them get out of the woods a little bit? Yeah, so it's just like, what well, do you enjoy? A lot, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, because people come like the head spinning all around the place so many different things going on in their life they think their life's fucked i'm like all right stop take a breath like so what do you enjoy it's like oh i enjoy this 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 and what are you currently doing this 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 like how could you do more of that oh i could do this 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 i'm like great do that it's like it could be that simple and anyone could have these skills people don't realize though is it is that it doesn't have to be like thousands of pounds with this like like you know getting up at 60 i mean all these things obviously they're incredible but like it's as simple as questioning what makes you happy what do you enjoy doing and doing more of it 100 percent. just like tim ferris poses the question if this was easy what would it look like like if happiness was easy what would it look like it's like oh i just do these things that i enjoy how would i do that scheduling them scheduling them into the day great do that it's like it doesn't have to be hard and like people have these big missions of like success and like this business these business goals it's like if this was easy what would it look like oh i just do this 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 great people think people have this 
ideation that things have to be hard, like success has to be hard, happiness has to be hard work. It's like everything gets to be easy once you're clear on what it is you're doing. Because Naval Ravikant says like 99% of things in the world don't matter. Like 99% of information is useless. It's like just find the things that count and do more of that rather than just wasting your time on all this stuff. So we have like this finite amount of energy. If this was a ball of energy, if this was us, and this is what we wanted to achieve, if our energy was focused, we'd go straight for it. But our energy is splaying out in 10 different directions on things that don't actually serve us. So it's finding the 1% that counts is like more important than taking these big actions. <laughs> I feel like I want to clap. <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, it's just like, just speaking so to a lot simple. of men. <laughs> it's so simple. Like I thought it'd be hard. I'm like, how am I going to coach men? How, who am I to coach men and tell them what to do with their life? But once I coached like all these men, I'm just like, it's actually so simple. What do you enjoy? What do you, what do you not enjoy? Do less of that. Do more of that. Honestly. <laughs> and everything in between. <laughs> yeah. there's um, <laughs> When, when but, it comes to you, like, and you know, you, you give people these incredible like skills and techniques and stuff to obviously be more like fulfilled. Like, obviously you've mentioned like about like your own mental health and kind of like, I think you mentioned like meditation and like journaling, like what other things like, do you go to? Like if things are getting a little bit too much, like what are, what are your other coping mechanisms? Um, I just think if you, like the 80, 20 principle, like if you do the tiny things, it makes all the difference. And coming back to like exercise, nature, connection, health and like and sleep like if you do those for five things like 99.9 percent of the time depression doesn't exist there anxiety doesn't exist there it, sick illness in the body doesn't exist there if you come back to these five things then those things don't exist it's like depression and anxiety is real but if you don't not doing these five things you don't even stand a chance so it's like coming back to the principles every time whenever i'm feeling a bit shitty or i wake up feeling groggy if i'm not happy my head's in a bit of a rut i'm just like cool what am i not doing oh i haven't exercised in a week right i'm going to schedule more of that in oh i haven't had connection like i haven't seen my friends in a few days like let's phone a friend have a like a conversation so every time you feel a bit shit don't be like worst case scenario life shit like a lot of people have these bad days and they've like let it slip into a really bad week or a bad month and like go down depression. Like the skill isn't being happy all the time. It's the skill is catching yourself when you start to get unhappy. So you can question what you're doing and change direction a little bit. Just change your course one degree and question what it is in my life that I'm currently missing and just implement more of that. And like, it doesn't have to be hard. That's my whole concept <laughs> on life. It doesn't have to be hard. <laughs> A memoir by Charlie Owens. <laughs> it doesn't have to It be doesn't hard. have to be hard. <laughs> my missus won't agree with that but <laughs> i was gonna make a joke and i thought no no we're having a really kind of nice chat without you yeah. brought, brought the tone down so thank you for that should probably listen to yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> i would take that bit out well, you good <laughs> uh she'll be right she'll be right <laughs> i was gonna say because i'm not going to but um <laughs> <laughs> with speaking about coping mechanisms we talk about it a lot on the show and my biggest coping mechanism when i'm feeling a bit shitty is music now it soundtracked the good the bad the ugly whatever it might be 
music for me has been there I love asking this question to my guests whether they're kind of like they're into music or whether they're not but imagine with what you've experienced like especially with the kind of like moving to a different country and you know that long ass flight I imagine there would have been stuff on like playlists and stuff like that but when like things are good and maybe you're at a party with no alcohol just enjoying yourself enjoying the vibe what song is playing to get Charlie on the dance floor? Murder on the dance floor. Ah, <laughs> oh, you better not kill the groove, DJ. I'm just like running to the dance floor. Like <laughs> just like, like the old tunes like that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> just like, like that. Um, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend actually, like, I really love sad songs. Like, Give me an Adele song and I'm just there with it. I love feeling emotional and having those sad songs. And I'm like, is this a problem? I'm just like, nah, um, I actually enjoy no. it. Like I actually, <laughs> and that's a weird thing, not labeling anything good or bad. Like sadness doesn't have to be a bad thing. I love being sad, like getting into those feels, experiencing that full sadness so I can experience the full happiness. Like, yeah, I thought it was weird that I listened to sad songs and I really thought about it. I was like, nah, it's just me living the full human experience so i can live on the opposite side of the scale as well hey i swear to god so you're speaking it was my interesting language. you're speaking my language i do exactly the same it's and i think this is a big turning point for me when it comes to me because there was like certain songs that i would reflect to like really bad times for like there's certain dow songs that yeah they will automatically make me cry as soon as i hear like the piano or her voice i'm like wailing kind of thing. yeah but it's those kind of moments now and I think we can talk about it in reflection from your journey even from my journey is the fact that if it wasn't for those bad times and those sad moments I wouldn't be here now having this incredible like I was feeling like absolute shit this morning with everything that's going yeah. on like outside of it I've now got a smile on my face and I'm like nah you were supposed to have these conversations at the time you were ha- supposed to have them and I'm like be grateful of those bad times and those sad experiences because like you just said, because then you get to really like experience the good. <laughs> oh God. No, that's... If, that, if that's not an no. omen. <laughs> Hold on one sec. Can you edit this bit out? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a sign? My, li- <laughs> my light's just shit itself. Hold on, we're on here. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny fuck sorry well, <laughs> well that's definitely stated <laughs> you stop it. yeah <laughs> fuck. that's um, so funny but it's true though like and i think you know we we do as humans focus like on the bad but we also deserve to be focusing on the good my next question was actually going to be like what song kind of like makes you cry or like puts you in your feels is there one or is it just anything by adele anything by Adele to be honest um there's a good song called you're somebody else and it really hits me in the feels I can't remember the artist but I've got this playlist of like all the sad songs and I'm like I I love this (laughs) whenever I'm feeling like I could be walking down the street with the biggest smile on my face people think I'm listening to like hard sell and I'm there listening to Adele or something I'm just like this is my jam I love this shit do you know what I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok or like on Instagram and there's these people who walk up to him like, excuse me, like what you listen to? I dread the day. 
dread the day <laughs> that it happens to me because it's going to be like <laughs> bewitched or something. And I'm genuinely hand on heart. That's what I enjoy listening to. <laughs> the greatest show or something. Exactly. It's just like, yeah. But the, like, I think it just, I think it, what it comes down to as well with that kind of stuff, like if it works for you, it works. Whether it's like bewitched, <laughs> whether it's the greatest show, whether it's a Dow, like if yeah. it works for you and it brings out the emotion, it puts a smile on your face, like, just go with it and it's the same with whatever kind of technique or kind of tool or coping mechanism you use for your mental health or stuff to make you feel better if it works for you it doesn't have to matter or make sense to anyone else if it works yeah it works yeah like whatever makes you happy doesn't have to make sense to anyone else people think they're weird for liking certain things it's like fuck no do you like your weirdness is your gift like there is no one like you in the world like embrace your weirdness because it's like what separates you from everyone else and I want to just touch on a point you mentioned back like a couple minutes ago with the showing up like you didn't feel the best coming into this conversation you've had an emotional time but you still showed up anyway and then that's that makes all the difference like you're doing what you love speaking about all things mental health and product like personal development and you got a smile back on your face it's like whenever you're feeling shitty do something about it don't just sit there in the fields take action because you know you'll feel better afterwards like every time I like I dread going to the gym sometimes but I never regret going to the gym I dread waking up early but I never regret waking up early so if you're feeling like shit just show up anyway like pretend you're happy for a bit and then soon enough you will be happy so I loved what you mentioned back then do you know what (laughs) thank you genuinely because like yeah like I said, you have these conversations exactly the right time. And to be honest, I think that was probably the perfect way to kind of wrap up the episode. But yeah, one, I'm sorry it took this long. But two, I'm so fucking <laughs> grateful that I'm having this conversation with you today because you've completely turned my day around and you need to keep doing what you're doing because like the impact you're having, like I genuinely wish I was hearing and kind of like kind of I was about to say digesting your content, but that sounded really fucking weird. That's not what I was supposed oh. to say. Like, yeah, <laughs> just, that's what I do. That's, that's, a, that's such, a picture yeah. I saw of Ed yeah. eating your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know where, well, what was the word? What's, I wish consuming. I was consuming your content when I was going through that kind of like, that at that time when everything was kind of like the worst. But I'm so mm. grateful people like you exist and I'm excited to see where things go for like where they go to next with you thanks man. With that i just want to say i'm just extremely grateful of your stuff like seeing you turn up as well it's like the more people doing this work the more inspired i get i'm just like yeah this is happening this is doing it and every time you put an episode out like you have no idea of the impact you're making like you might see your listeners but you don't know how much how many of your listeners change their day and they change someone else's day and they change someone else's day like the ripple effect of what you're doing you have no idea of the impact you're creating and it's phenomenal. So I just want to say I'm extremely grateful for the work you're doing, brother. Yeah, I'm going to have to tell you to shut up. (laughs) 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 I don't take compliments very well, but I I take that on board and it it genuinely means a lot and it's the same back to you. But Charlie, where where can people find you first? Like, Like, obviously on Instagram, wherever, wherever yeah instagram be the main thing just charlie owen coach on instagram um sure we'll share some stories and stuff going on to into this week when the episode comes out so yeah just hit me up on there drop me a message if you need anything and i'm always there 
So I'd love to chat with you. Legend. Thank you for joining me for a waffle. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.